Welcome back, everybody. It is January the 9th, 2023, and I think the last uh, podcast I did was on my birthday, the 22nd of December of last year. And uh, already this year is going very, very quickly. And uh, I hope you had a great uh, holiday season, and I hope that uh, this year is better than last year. I know for me, last year just seemed to be really, I don't know, it just seemed to be bad. It wasn't even the COVID year, but it just seemed to be a bad year for me. It went by very quickly, which I'm, I'm very, excuse me, I'm very thankful for. But it just seemed to be a, a really bad year, and so I'm glad that it's over. There are a lot of great things that are happening in my life, that a lot of really uh, awesome opportunities, and, and, and I'm just really looking forward to those. I'm I'm praying that you know God will open the right doors and and uh, that I'll that I'll be blessed like He has blessed me over the last year. That I'll be even more blessed this year. I'm thankful that He is uh, so good to me. Uh, every day I'm I'm blown away by His kindness, His goodness, His grace, His mercy. I'm truly just in awe at His ability to love me spite of who I am and so kind of brings me to our topic today and my topic today is church attending church not just the church or the body or things like that and it's a very sensitive issue and it's a very sensitive thing to talk about I'll just tell you because um, I grew up in church I grew up going to church uh, ever since I was a kid uh, I would sit between my grandmas and uh, my grandpas and I would go to church because that's just what you did in the South. I was raised in the South and uh, that's everybody went to church. And uh, here lately, especially in the last, I guess, month maybe, um, I've just really felt like I want to spend Sundays doing something other than going to church, um, enjoying the world that God has given me. I work Monday through Friday, and so I only have Saturday and Sunday off unless there's a holiday on a Monday or Friday. And I always feel like I'm I'm just, I'm bound up to go to church on Sunday, and I have to go, and there's this incredible guilt that, that goes along with, with not going. If I miss church or if I don't go, there's the guilt, you know. Um, I've been a faithful tither for the last, well, going on five years now, I have consistently tithed every single month for the last five years, and I've seen an increase in my tithe. So I believe in tithing. I believe in the, the power of the tithe. Um, my life reflects it, I can just tell you. And and so I think a lot of times, you know, people don't go to church, they don't tithe, but you know, I'm not saying that I want to stop tithing. I want to continue tithing. I simply feel like I'm at a place in my life where I need a break from church. And that may sound terrible to some of you people. And you may be listening to it and thinking, oh, my goodness, this guy's, you know, he can't obviously be saved or, you know, he's lost or, you know, this is something evil, you know. But uh, it's not. I promise you it's not. I, I, I'm telling you that life is such to me that I am 
I'm towards the end of my life. Um, I'm not at the beginning anymore. I'm 56 years old. And, you know, my health is such that, you know, right now I'm in relatively good health. I'm not in the best health, but I'm in good health. Um, and so, you know, I don't have as many years on the earth as I have behind me. And there's so much that I'd like to do, um, given the resources and the ability to do these things. Um, and Sunday seems to be the day that, you know, I've gone to church, I've come home, I take a nap, and next thing I know it's the evening, and uh, I get up, I eat dinner, and I go to bed, and I get up the next day and start my work week again. And it just seems to be that church has become a, uh, a cycle of recruit and retain, recruit and retention. And, and I know that's how churches continue. And I know that they have to have tithes and they have to have offerings. And on top of that, they have to have volunteers, you know, and they have to have staff members that they pay to do, to do the church's work. And I think that we have lost our way when it comes to church in general. Uh, we've, we've created these huge corporations that require monetary funding every single week. And so every Sunday becomes a fundraiser to keep the doors open. And I just feel like church has become, well, the message and I've, I've been in church all my life, y'all. So I've been under, I've been under bunches and bunches of teachers and preachers and pastors, and I have nothing bad to say about any of them. Um, they all answered the call to do what they felt like God called them to do, which was to teach and preach the word or pastor or shepherd other, uh, other members in the flock. And I get it. And I don't fault them at all. I have nothing but great things to say about them. I have nothing but the utmost respect for those who choose to do that today. I think it's a difficult task to do um, because the message is like a car, you know, it's the same car. We just put a new paint job on it. We put new wheels on it. We put new seat covers on it. And then we, we, we present this car as something new, something different than it was last week. And and the truth of the matter is, is that it's the same thing. It's the same message. It's just repackaged in a different way, in, in such a way that, you know, it it appears to be new, but it's really not. And I get it. There are people that, that benefit from that. And I totally understand. I totally get it. And I'm not down on these people at all. I think it's awesome that, you know, people find a, a comfort in church and they find a comfort in someone, you know, speaking the word over them and, and preaching the word and teaching them and pastoring them. That's great. That's awesome. But I, I don't think that I need that. Now, I know that you're probably thinking, you religious people who are probably listening are thinking, oh my gosh, you know, he's arrived. Well, it's not that I've arrived. I've not arrived. I won't arrive until I get to heaven. Okay. And I'm not trying to sound super spiritual and I'm not trying to sound all pious and you know, that I don't need God anymore. I need God all the time. I can't live without God. I can't live without Jesus. I can't. Um, he saved me. He gave me a purpose to, to be a better man, to be a better person, to strive, to, to be better than I was before. He, even though I know that his, his love encompasses all of my uh, sin, that, you know, all the things that I do wrong, you know, he is there to, to cover that. 
it's not that I don't need him anymore. It's just that I feel like in my personal walk with him that I don't need to go and sit under a man or a woman who tells me about the Bible or tells me about God or tries to tell me about Jesus and, and the relationship that I should have with him. I already, I already have a relationship with Christ. I have a deep, deep relationship with him where I love him and he loves me, where I listen to what he says, where I, where I do things that he tells me to do, where I go places he tells me to go. And, and I'm so thankful that he does that. And I'm, and I'm grateful that he is that kind of person or personage, you know, that he is always looking out for my best interest, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to replace him with anything else. It's just that I'm replacing church with time spent with him. I could be out in nature. I could be out walking along the, the you know, a uh, pathway. I could be out camping and, and, and communing with, with, with God and enjoying the world that he has given me to enjoy. Instead of being in a church, hearing the same thing over and over again, repackaged. And so I have come to the place in my life now where at 56, I feel like instead of listening to the same message over and over again, uh, I would like to just enjoy Sundays for my, for my own enjoyment and experience the joy that God has given me to to experience his world and to understand his world because when I get off, I work Monday through Friday. When I get off Fridays, I have Saturday and Sunday. And I really only have Saturday because once I go to church on Sunday, I'm tired. I come home, I take a nap, and then I get up and I eat dinner and it's already that evening. And then the next day I start my day over again. I stay, start my week over again. I will continue to tithe. Okay, I believe in the tithe. The tithe is very important. I think the tithe is I've been a faithful tither now for five years and I have consistently given in five years and I will continue to do that because I've seen the, the outcome and the, and, and the, uh, uh, the way the tithe has changed my life. And I give because he gave it all to me and he only requires 10% back. And so tithe has nothing to do with it. And it, it has, it has to do with just, Another thing too is, is relationships. You know, I don't feel connected at my church and you might be saying, Oh, well, there's the reason there's the, there's the genesis of all this. You don't feel connected. And so therefore you don't want to be there. And that, and you, and you know what, you may be, you may be right. And it would be difficult even more so now had I been connected because I would want to leave, but I wouldn't want to leave the friends. And that's the thing about church too. That's another uh, you know, caveat of church is that when you go to church, when you, when you attend a, a church service, uh, you know, and you get to know people and you, you make friends there and, uh, and then you don't go anymore. It's like, they can't be your friend anymore because you don't go to their church or you go to another church and they definitely can't be your friend because that church is in competition with their church. And I'll just tell you, I've never felt connected enough that I wanted to stay there. I, uh, I've worked with the youth before. I've been in the, uh, the, the uh, what do you call it? The summer VBS, you know, vacation Bible school during the summer. I've been active in that for the last three years and I love it. You know, it, it gives me an opportunity and an outlet to 
experience what I did in college when I was in plays and theater. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It just wasn't a way of life for me. But, you know, if, if I can make the kids laugh and, you know, I can be the, uh, the, you know, the funny guy or the bad guy or the whatever part I have to play, then, you know, I enjoy it. It's fun. It's kind of like playing Santa Claus every year. I do that too. But the point I'm trying to make is this, is that for me personally, I don't, I think church is great for other people. I really do. A lot of people find that their their entire social construct is so closely interwoven with their attendance to their church that it is part of their life so much so that they could not give it up. And I and I get it. I understand it, and I respect it. And I think that's great. And that's awesome. Um, but I I feel like at this point in time in my life, I just want to step back and take a break because. You know, I've been in ministry before. My wife and I pastored a church for three years. Um, it was really tough. It was hard. Um, it was it was a you know it, it was a challenge. Uh, I've been in the church ministry, music ministry for oh gosh, years and years and years. I was the music uh, pastor at uh, several churches, and um, I've done ministry evangelistic ministry. I've done it all, really. Um, so I know what I'm talking about. I know where I'm coming from. I'm not just, you know, some disgruntled person that, you know, I'm a church hopper, as they call it. You know, they always have names for people like that. And I think that's kind of cruel, too, when you when you, when you you say, oh, well, you're just a church hopper. Well, you know, maybe they don't feel connected. Maybe they don't feel like that's where they need to be. I don't know. Um, it, it's okay. We're all trying to find our way through this world. We're all trying to find our way, you know, in our relationship with God. You know, whether you're Muslim, you're Catholic, you're Mormon, you're Buddhist, you're Hindu, you know, you're Hare Krishna, uh, you're Christian, you know, I mean, whatever you are, you're trying to find your way. Hopefully, if you are, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking to those who are, who are trying to find uh, their way through the spiritual walk and their spiritual um, life and uh, and that's that's understandable. I get it. Um, you know, that's that's between you and your higher being that you worship and believe in. I'm not here to tell you that you're wrong or you're right. Nor should I think that you should tell me that I'm wrong because there are a lot of people out there that will listen to this and they'll roll their eyes and they'll say, you know, hey, this guy's lost his mind. Or, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And, you know, he obviously was never saved. I mean, there's all these little catchphrases that that uh, the church likes to use against its own people. And I think it's it's disgusting and it's terrible. And I was part of that once and I did that too. And so I, uh, I say that to myself as well. Um, so I think it's, it's a time for reflection for me and where I need to just reflect on my life and where I am and, and you know, pour some time into the things that I, I would like to do. I'd like to go out of town on the weekends, but I always feel the guilt of, you know, well, if I go out of town, I, I'll miss church and, I, and then I'll feel badly. And then, you know, you know, somebody says, oh, we didn't see you in church last week. Are you okay? And, and that's just a, a veiled way of, of saying, why weren't you in church, you know? Um, and honestly, like I said about the relationships, I have all the friends that I need. You know, I don't, at this point in my life, I'm not interested in making new friends. It takes a lot 
to make friends, to keep friends, to nurture that relationship, to, you know, uh, it's like a garden, you know, you, you have to constantly work at it, keep the weeds pulled, keep it watered, you know, put the fertilizer on it, you know, and stuff like that. And so relationships are like that. And for me, you know, I love people. I love meeting people. I love meeting new people. I love, um, I really enjoy getting to know people and helping them with their problems. That's part of my job. You know, I'm in public relations, of course, a lot like people. But, you know, I'm not interested in making new friends. Friends require a lot. And I have friends. I have old friends that have been around for a long time. And um, unfortunately, I've, you know, I've never really felt like I connected with anyone at the church where I go. Um, and, and that may be my fault. You know, I, it might be all my fault that I just didn't invest or I didn't really work hard. Um, I don't think that's the case. I'm not holding a grudge against these people. Um, most of these people that, that I've tried to friend, to befriend, um, they have they have their own groups there. There's cliques at church. I don't care what anybody says. Every church has cliques. And there's uh, serious cliques at our church. And, and it's these people who have made church their, their part of their construct of life. And so um, I get it. They, they, they like, we like to be around their own, our own kind. And uh, I'm a difficult pill to swallow sometimes because I don't, um, what you see is what you get with me. I don't put on airs for anybody and I can be diplomatic if I need to be, but for the most part, I'll tell you the truth. And um, I call a spade a spade. That's just the way I am. And um, that's a difficult thing for most people. Uh, most people don't really want to know the truth. And, uh, and I understand why the truth is difficult and it requires, you know, people to uh, swallow some difficult pills. So it may be my fault that, you know, I'm not as connected at this church as, as I should be. Um, and, I, and I'll accept that, that's fine. Um, but I'm not, I'm not upset about that. I'm not angry about it. I'm not, I'm not saying, well, gosh, I'd stay if people would just be nice to me, or I'd stay if I had more friends, or if I was in the clique or in the in group. I, I really, I wouldn't stay. There's really nothing that would make me stay. I don't feel that God would be angry with me for not going. I don't feel like my, my uh, very soul would be in jeopardy because I'm not going. I don't feel that way at all. I feel like you know, God would be just as happy with me if I stayed home or if I was out in the woods walking and communing with him than if I went every Sunday morning and Sunday night. I don't think that that's part of his, you know, uh, requirement to love me or to be proud of me. Um, I can get the word on my own. I don't need someone to tell me what the word is. I don't need someone to tell me how I need to walk with God or, or to be with God or to relate to God. I, I just don't think that at all. I think that um, we all work out our salvation uh, individually and on our own and through fear and trembling. And so God is a God that uh, is everywhere. He's with me in the car when I'm praying. He's with me in the shower when I thank you. He's, you know, in the bed with me sometimes when I wake up and, and I have his, his, his name on my lips. I mean, God is with me everywhere. Jesus is everywhere. And so I don't think that I have to go to a place. Um, now, you know, some people say, well, you know, brother, what are, what are people missing from you not being there? Well, they're not really missing anything because I don't contribute 
anything to where I go. I go and I listen. I don't volunteer. I used to, I used to volunteer a lot. Then they run you ragged. And it's like, you know, you don't mind me volunteering and missing service. But when I miss service, I'm not volunteering. You want to know why? So there's sort of a double standard there. And, um, and I get it. Churches to recruit and retain. And that's what they're doing. And the younger ones that want to be in ministry, they, they you know, they have the, 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 the crosses in their eyes and they're, you know, like stars in their eyes. They just, they want to be in ministry and they love the idea because they may have grown, they may have grown up with ministry and, and their, and their youth pastor was just like, you know, walked on water to them. And so they emulated themselves in these pastors or, or these preachers or teachers or youth pastors or whatever. And that's what they thought, you know, gosh, when I get older, I'm going to be a youth pastor and I'm going to change the lives of people like my life will change. And that's awesome. That's great. But eventually, eventually they get burnt out because we're human beings. And, you know, when you pour everything you got into your church, it's like, you know, your family's going to miss out. You're going to miss out. And there's nothing wrong with me wanting to do something that I want to do on Sundays. And if I want to go to church, I'll go. And if I don't, I shouldn't feel like I have to go. So I guess today's message really is more about why do you go to church? Ask yourself, why do you go to church? Why do you, um, why do you feel like you have to go to church? You know, um, or do you feel that way? Do you feel like you have to go to church? Do you, do you want to go to church because you, you, you want to go to church and you enjoy it? Hey, that's great. But I think really what I'm, what I'm trying to do in this podcast is just say, why do you go to church? You know, why? Ask yourself. You know, that's a question you can only ask yourself. And it's an answer that only you can give yourself. So today, I guess I'm asking, you know, why do you go to church? Um, and maybe some of you don't. I, I'm my best friend. Uh, in the whole wide world, uh, he doesn't go to church, and he's a really good man. He's a really good Christian, and he's a believer. He loves Jesus, and he's like he's like me. And you know, Jesus is everywhere. He's everywhere in what we do, and uh, you know, you can't get away from him. And so, <clears throat> he's a believer. He's uh, given his life to Christ. Um, he just doesn't go to church. And you know, there's times when I'd like to do things with him that he does on Sundays, and um, I can't do it because I feel this this grief of, of missing of missing church and I just think that that's wrong and uh, you may disagree with me you may think that you know I've lost my mind or I've lost my religion or I've lost my salvation worse and um, you know you you might be thinking well that's just that's just not what the Bible says and that's fine and that's your opinion and you're entitled to it just like I'm entitled to mine and uh, you know you might feel that way and that's fine you're you know, some of you might be saying, hey, I feel the same way. Or, you know, I've often wondered why I felt so guilty about one, you know, when I didn't go to church, you know. And so who knows? Maybe this will spark some some conversations around your home, around your friends, around, you know, to yourself, if nothing else, you know, asking yourself these questions that, uh, you know, gnaw at us at night sometimes. So that's that's my uh, that's my question or podcast for today. I'm, I'm glad there's a new year. I'm looking forward to uh, the new things that are coming. Uh, there's a lot of really good possibilities for me. And I'm, I'm very excited about, you know, possibilities that are uh, out there right now. And there's doors that 
hopefully I can walk through and and uh, I'll share that with you as I as I do more podcasts as it comes to fruition and um, you know things work out uh, the way I think they're going to work out the way I hope they're going to work out. Of course, in all things, as as I always pray uh, that it be the Lord's will, not mine. And that's kind of hard sometimes, you know, because you really want something so badly, and then and you realize, you know, well, you really don't want to do it if, if that's not where God wants you to be. And so um, I feel like this is going to be a good year. Um, you know, I, I feel like we are close to the return of Christ, which is a really, really good thing, no matter what goes on in my life. Uh, nothing trumps the fact that we would get to go home with Christ and uh, begin our eternal uh, relationship, uh, seeing him face to face. So I, I think that we are close to his return. The world is getting worse every day. Uh, you know, I'm not a doomsayer, but I'm just saying that the word of God says that these things will happen. They must happen. And so I think for those of us that are looking and watching and waiting, we will see what what is happening. We will see what's going on we'll recognize it. We'll know that, you know, his time is near. So anyway, with that being said, I hope you have a great day. Uh, thanks for listening and, uh, I'll have another podcast soon.